0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Loud Outdoors I'm on the mic with you in the office, live to you tonight. Uh, coming to you live from the office of Living Loud Outdoors. Wednesday. This is our Bible study time. We are on week four of Holier Than Thou. Holier Than Thou. Week four. I think we have one more week of this, and then I'll be looking for something else for us to dig into. But week four of Holier Than Thou. The subtitle for this tonight is Set Apart for Holiness. To say that God is holy, 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 remember that's what the seraphim, they fly around the throne saying holy, 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 is to say that God is most holy. He's totally holy, complete and completely holy unwaveringly holy, utterly holy. If you're in need of more words to describe the empathetic nature of God's holiness, the the thesaurus offers up these in, in addition or addition to the words most, greater, highest, utmost, or uttermost. He is holy. So then God's holiness could be considered great, the highest holy. He is holy to the uttermost. There is nothing else. The Lord is holy beyond comparison, for his holiness is not a derivative of some other source. It is who he is. His holiness is intrinsic to his nature as God. It's essential or as essential to him as um, creaturely dependence is to us. He is holy of all songs to sing and, and to one another. Of all the divine attributes worthy praising God for, Isaiah saw the seraphim making melody around the supreme holiness of God. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 through 7 says this, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw in a vision the Lord sitting on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his royal robe filling the most holy part of the temple. Above him, seraphim, heavenly, or heavenly being, stood, Each one had six wings, with two wings that covered his face, with two wings that covered his feet, and with two wings he flew. And one called out to the other, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds trembled at the voice of him who called out, and the temple was filling with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of ceremonial unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Listen carefully. This has touched your lips. Your wickedness, your sin, your injustice, your wrongdoing is taken away and your sin atoned for and forgiven. just recently used this scripture in another podcast we just finished. Like trees, words have roots. Dig underneath the letters, the soil, and you'll discover its definition. The root word of holy means to cut or to separate. When applied to everything outside of God, whatever is holy is whatever is set apart unto and for God. It is separated to Him. For example, God sanctified the Sabbath day, setting it apart from all other days as one in which His people were to rest in Him. Sorry about that. I bumped the microphone. That's why the Sabbath is called holy throughout the Old Testament. God separated it and He set it apart. In other examples, the the ground on which Moses stood was called holy, not because the dirt was divine, but because the presence of the Holy One sanctified it, setting it apart from all other ground. um, Exodus 3 and 5, I believe. As a matter of fact, in Exodus 3, 1 through 6, it says this, Now Moses was keeping the flock of Jephro, Ruel, his father-in-law, the priest of the Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness, and he came to Horeb. Sinai, the mountain of God, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing flame of fire from the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was on fire, yet it was not consumed. So Moses said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight. Why this bush is not burned up. When the Lord saw that he turned away from the flock to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here am I. Then God said, Do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet out of respect, because the place on which you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Then Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. I don't know about you, but listen if I run across a bush that's burning. But yet it ain't burning. It ain't burning up. It's not turning to ash. It's not going away. And something speaks to me out of that. I'm pretty much going to decide it's holy. If God's calling out to me from it, I'll be glad to take my shoes off because the ground on which I'm standing is holy ground. There's been other circumstances where God has shown different people different things, and and they've done just exactly that. There's been uh, examples of, of God saying, take your shoes off, you're standing on holy ground. There was a lot of that going on in this Asbury movement. Uh, this outpouring of God's spirit there where kids were taking their their shoes off because they, felt, they, they literally felt like they were standing on holy ground while they were in the, his presence in that place. So to say that God is holy is to identify his position as being that is set apart. That, that's what it means, holy, being set apart, being separated from, being cut out from everything else, set above. Uh, the example of everything about God is holy. From what from what or who is God separated from? It's a good question. Holy people and things are holy only if they are separated unto God. But who is God set apart from? The answer is simple. God is unique, He's different, other and distinct from everything that exists. God is set apart from all things. He is God, He is the the great I am. He is the I am that I am. There is no other. He is the representation of holiness. He is holy, holier than thou. This week four, this this being the the, the to the subtitle set apart for holiness. God says that we're to be holy because He is holy. He calls us to this place of holiness. We've talked about this. I've preached this message about what's your definition of holiness. I'm telling you today that, that you need to, to understand something. It doesn't matter what our definition of holiness is. We must look to the standard. We must look to God as holy. He is the only thing that is holy, and we've got to to, to come up to his level of holiness. His definition is the only one that will matter. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, I think we have one more week. We'll see this next week, and then I'll find us another uh, avenue to chase. I pray that God's blessing you this week. Listen. We believe that God is outpouring his spirit over many, many places, many things. We're seeing this, this movement of God's begin to start. There's an excitement. I feel it in my spirit. I've spoke about it since the beginning of the year. This year is going to be different. We are in a season that we're going to see God move in ways that we haven't seen, some ever, others in a long time, uh, but we need him desperately. We need his presence We need his presence around us constantly. I ask you today to seek his presence. Seek an outpouring of his spirit inside of you. If you want to travel to one of these movements, awesome. But it's unnecessary. You don't have to do that. God can can pour out his spirit right where you sit. It, It all comes to the place of whether we're hungry and we're desperate and we're willing to let him have his way, not ours. Huge, huge, huge. Let God move. Seek his presence with everything you have in you. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your financial support. Uh, All of our giving links on our website, www.liveandlineoutdoors.com, pinned right to the top of here on our Facebook page. Uh, And we would love to have you on board as partners with us, supporting us financially, uh, allowing us to do the things that we believe God is setting us out to do. This is an exciting year. I can't explain that enough. Um, I had a phone call today that just completely excited me. I immediately called Rhonda and shared with her. It excited her. God's moving. God, God is using us. He, he's pouring out on this ministry. Uh, and in turn, we're pouring it back out on everyone who listens to us. So God bless you guys, thank you for praying for us. Please continue to walk with us on this journey in prayer, uh, covering us and, and, and as the same as we're praying over you, our listener base. God bless you, we love you. We will talk to you again real soon.